Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Can I just tell you that I've been watching way too much psychotic stuff? Are you taller than me right now? Like, I can't figure oh, out if you're... Oh, this is for the books, then. I'm going to milk this as long as I can. Like, I can't figure out. And it's not that I have, like, an issue with that, with you being taller than me or Are you anything. sure about that? It's not, like, a deep-seated issue that I have or Are anything. Are you sure about that? <laughs> I mean, it's okay. <laughs> this is going to turn we into can't... therapy. <laughs> so, how do you feel? <laughs> Hold on. Should I put the chair back? <laughs> I mean, we already have padded walls, and they're white. Let's just roll with it. So, when I was a kid, uh, I used to ride my tricycle around my neighborhood naked. <laughs> And I don't even, you know what's crazy is. Are you sure it's not attributed to the Rar shirt? Is that supposed supposed to be Jurassic Park or something? But a cat. Wow. You know what's so funny about. Guys, this makes so much sense. So really quickly, by the way, uh, welcome to the Totally Spoiled Podcast. On a Friday. On a Friday, which is really weird. And we'll talk about that coming up. Uh, We're also going to talk about the Ted Bundy tapes. Jeez. And how I've been watching way too much psychotic stuff lately. Uh, but that little story that I just mentioned about how I used to ride my tricycle around the neighborhood, like I tell true? that all the time. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's real. Have you just tricked yourself into believing it so much I, that I now think you so. think it's real? Like there's another story that I always used to tell that, and I we should like have my mom on the podcast to see I if like- I would love to. Mama Fink, please. I have so many questions about your son. <laughs> Seriously, (laughs) please help me. But what's so crazy is like I've got this story that I used to I used to tell people that I would swallow a piece of paper that had the date on it because I thought I had a bird inside of me. Bird like tweet tweet like a tweet tweet bird, and so I would swallow a piece of paper to let it know what. I don't even know if this is a true story. Oh, like I I have like all these stories in my head that. I don't know if they're true or not. You know what, though? I have a confession. I can't say that I haven't had those stories before. And then you kind of trick yourself into believing it. Um, I used to tell people, but I think it is real. Maybe my mom would know because it was like with my dad like years ago about putting. Maybe I told you this too, about putting up a goalpost. Our house in Miami had like three levels. It was like a it was like on a cul-de-sac and. Like, the first level was, like, the garage corner. I think I, I think I somewhat remember you telling me and, about this. Yeah, and then remember, like, I don't know if it was back in the day or you still do it nowadays, like, where you put up those goalposts, like, just above your garage. It's right. not a pole or anything. Right. You just hammer it or whatever to the top of your garage. No, you're talking about, like, a basketball net, right? Yeah. 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 Not a goalpost. So, oh, <laughs> Wrong. Wrong sport. <laughs> Guys, it's Friday. Okay, I'm already checked out. Honestly, let's be let's be real. It's a totally checked um, out podcast. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so you put the like so the basketball the net, basketball net right? up. Um, and I was always like a very adventurous kid, like I still am now. And I think I remember or remember saying the story of me like following my dad up the ladder. Um, and falling off roof, of it, right? And falling off of it. See, that was the story that I thought you were telling me about why you've got the scar. Yeah, on, well, okay. there's this, but I also remember, like, I never really had a babysitter, but when my mom sometimes, like, had stuff to do or something, our next-door neighbor in Miami used to take care of us because she actually ran, like, a big, like, daycare 
Um, and she had everything, like all the fun contraptions for the kids. Like she was the cool person in the neighborhood, like the pool, everything. And I remember being there once and falling off of, not coincidentally enough, the roof of one of the tall, big playhouses as oh my well. God. And she had a gravel floor. We also had a gravel floor. So I'm like, am I mixing the stories? Am I combining the stories? Is one false? Is one true? We should I need to talk. We should bring our moms. We should have in. our moms in and like ask them like all these like stories because like I don't tell me the truth. Like they're pointless stories. Like that's somewhat but adventurous. Still, like that's a good story, but like the stories that I used to tell people, I like the paper and the tweet tweet. I don't know why. Like did it I, work? I. I I don't know. I mean, I'm sure the bird is still inside me. Explains <laughs> a lot. Keep right. going. All right, Keep let's do going. some spoiling. Warning. If you haven't watched your favorite show yet, do not listen. We cannot be held responsible for the spoilers ahead. This is the Totally Spoiled Podcast. Podcast. With Brian Fink and April Diamond. At Brian Fink, <laughs> at April on air. Thank you so much for being part of the Totally Spoiled Podcast. And don't forget, on your smart speaker, you could say, Hey, Alexa, uh, listen to the Totally Spoiled Podcast and you can hear the next episode. So, like, you when, when you're making dinner or if you're making breakfast, welcome us into uh, your environment. And exactly. if you're cooking, bring over the food. And so, we're recording this on Friday because you were weirdly sick on Wednesday. Yeah, not contagious. So, fear not. It was like a vertigo thing. It was so weird. Yeah, I mean, I, I talked to you about it. And the more I think about it, the more it's. Stranger, on that note, mind you, I went to bed at like 10 o'clock last night, got into work late because you texted me this morning. Hey, are you here? You know, I didn't get here till 10 o'clock this morning and I usually don't do that. I passed out. I solidly got 12 hours of sleep. Whoa! I never do that. Like if I get five to six hours, I'm golden. Like that's perfect for me. To double that... Is so weird. So my body this whole week has been like F you. Yeah, and I think I honestly think that's what it was that got you sick. Was your body know. just saying? Me. But yeah, clearly <laughs> you're number one. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> I think I honestly but, think that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, like no, no flu-like cold, like where you feel groggy or very lethargic or anything. It was nausea mixed with like bad headache um maybe it was just a, maybe it was just ache. migraine i don't know maybe that's what with it was intense. i didn't even think about that just Dizzy? with you said yeah Dizzy no absolutely numbness? you could absolutely yeah all I of had, that could be a I migraine had some friends texting me um are you pregnant i'm like no <laughs> no maybe that's what it was i mean i'm not i'm not your doctor i, mean, I just play one you, on a but, podcast but, <laughs> you're <laughs> so good <laughs> So good, you saved me so much money. You're welcome. <laughs> we could do like the uh, doctors on demand, but you could be in your oh office. Oh my god! I could Let's be in my production practice. room. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So before we get into spoiling the Ted Bundy tapes, uh, I just want a reminder: Black Panther is back in theaters. And did you see how you can get Wait, tickets what? for free? Yeah, they're doing it in honor of uh, Black, Black History, History Month. Month. And wow. AMC has gotten together with Walt Disney, and for the first seven days of February, you can go see it. For, I'm going to see it tonight for free. You can reserve your tickets. Dang, yeah, okay. and you can see it, which is awesome. There are 250 AMC theaters across the country that are doing it. 
And you can reserve your tickets online, which I reserve for tonight. And does, does that mean West Shore? West Shore's yeah, one of that's them, where right? I'm going tonight. Yeah, really? yeah, we're Thanks going for a seven o'clock. Invite. Yeah, we're not really friends. Yeah, clearly, we, just, <laughs> we play that too, right? <laughs> On the podcast, <laughs> uh, you go to WeTicket dot com slash Black Panther or check out Walt Disney Company on Twitter. So wait, hold up. If I do want to go, because I'm like interested, I never saw it when it originally came out. I didn't either. If I can maybe pull a friend of mine. Not tonight. Don't go in the same time as me. Oh, this will be fun. Now I'm going. <laughs> like now sit, like, I'm going. Five rows back and throw popcorn at me. You got it. You got it. Yeah, because I was curious to see it the first time it came out, but. I, I don't know what happened. I didn't have the time or something, but I heard really good things about really it. Really good things about it. Yeah. So do I have to reserve a ticket ahead yeah. of time? So I reserve the tickets you on just tell me Wednesday. This so I don't go through popcorn at you. But there's a lot of time. There's a lot of times uh, tonight completely booked up. You can't make it to West Shore tonight at seven. It's completely booked Lies. up. <laughs> Lies. Lies. I'm gullible, were, <laughs> not that gullible. I think there were like four p.m. and seven p.m. showings, and you reserve it online. It's kind of like the screenings that we do. Well, maybe like, I'll take an extended lunch break. No one will know. And go. Yeah. yeah. And you reserve the ticket, and then it tells you to get there early. Early because they overbook them just like we do with the screenings. Just like get their there early. Do. Exactly. I'm not yeah, right. So mm-hmm. uh yeah, it's a great okay. deal. So we're going tonight to West Shore. Okay. Ted Bundy tapes. So is this why you haven't been sleeping? <laughs> I don't know what, because I clearly slept twelve, 12 hours, hours last night. Um Yeah, I don't know, but to date, like now. I still think of him and even his face and just him retelling his own stories. That in itself is creepy as all get out. Yeah, this was... I had my mom actually watch the last one with me and she actually didn't know about um, Ted Bundy and fun, funny, not funny actually at all, when this whole thing was playing out and it kind of ended in the early 80s, 80s my mom had just moved here. So, I mean, it's understandable um, why she wouldn't know about it. And, and that's what she was telling me. She's like, I obviously probably didn't know because I was super new here, not only to the States, but to Florida. And that's kind of where he ended his whole... Ring of terror. <sighs> yeah, to say the least. But, um, yeah, it it's something else. I don't even know how to categorize it or how to... Late, I don't even want to say label the kind of... I mean, it's a, oh, monster nonetheless. Yeah. And monster. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to Carney earlier because Uh he was talking about how his wife loves it and he was a little confused. This isn't the Zac Efron. The Zac Efron Ted Bundy movie is coming out later. I I was, I was confused actually about that before I actually went into seeing the documentaries. I was like, wait a minute. Is it the movie? Right. That's because they just released the teaser. Yeah. Along with this so, whole documentary. So when does the movie come out? I, I, I don't think it's got a release date yet. I was I, Googling yeah. it okay. to find out. I think it's just going to be later this year. Okay. And what's crazy about the movie is he looks insanely like Ted Bundy That's in some weird. of the scenes. Like crazily like him. Like wow. creepily like him. Mm. But the Ted Bundy tapes, to me, is Almost like the perfect argument of why I don't want kids. I was talking to Sarah about this uh, earlier this week, I want to say. Jacobs? No. Uh, Sarah Lanou, yeah. Uh-huh. I was talking to her because I-, I walked into a conversation that she was having with somebody about kids. Yeah. Um, and we somehow got onto the topic of that, I think he's 21 years old, that walked into the Sebring Bank and Which pretty much, recent. yeah, pretty much executed those people, and yeah. I, I said to her, could you imagine 
how his parents felt knowing that your son was a monster like that? Well, that's exactly what happened to what was her name, Lorraine? The Ted Ted's, bon- Ted Ted's Bundy's. Mom. But I yeah, see, she was like, I can't believe this. I don't know if I believe that. And listen, I'm going out of my own on this. Okay, I'm not saying this is this is fact. I'm not. This is my opinion. Sure. The feeling that I got and from her, from, from the her, mom. okay, and especially when we learned that the grandfather abused him. I got the feeling that she wasn't all there. Are I you kinda, maybe talking about the courtroom room scene where she was like, or later on where she was interviewed? Because when she got brought into the courtroom saying there's no way my son Well, she, would, just, she said it all along. She was like, he was the perfect son. I just, hmm. I, you know, it's just a gut a feeling. feeling that I have about her. So you think in general, like that family just had something off about Yes. Them. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't 100% convinced by her statement either, but I didn't get an immediate, ooh, mm, I, but, I, but I, I, I can see where you're pulling that from. Especially since he made up everything about his childhood. I mean, he was talking about how he was part of everything. He was part of sports. Everybody loved him. He had all these friends. And then they're talking to the friend going, that's not the case. Yeah. Like he had trouble making friends. He had trouble in school. So I I really just get the feeling that his mom, and I'm not saying that she was involved in anything because that wasn't really touched on. Right. But especially knowing that he, that they really didn't know who the dad was yeah, and that the grandfather abused him. I just feel like. So you think she was like just. I don't know. Protecting him? It, again, a gut feeling yeah, that no, she knew a little more than saying he was the perfect son. I, I feel like that's just her doing that to cover for him. Mm. Uh, that's just could the be. kind of feeling I got. But could, could, you, could you imagine sitting in that room for a hundred hours no. talking to Ted Bundy? No, I would, I would lose my mind. Further, lose my mind. Just the fact... <laughs> yeah. I like that. Just the fact that he's a psychopath, looking and knowing what he did to his victims, but besides that, how narcissistic he is, and having to listen to that. Yes, and yes, and yes, and all of that, but what is most chilling to me, and they touch on this so much throughout the four tapes, the the whole series, is how composed and intellectual and put together and humorous um, and good looking he was well well spoken everything it was chilling he doesn't give you any indication that he would do such a thing if anything he gives you this feeling of like oh like I like this guy what a nice guy you know like a person of the people Um, maybe as a young female myself that just freaks me out because it's like, okay, who do you trust? Yeah. Yeah. Who do you trust? And that, that he was, was your stereotypical cookie cutter good boy. Yeah. And that was, that was kind of what they dealt just with. Just off of impressions. I think it was his wife or, yeah, or girlfriend. Liz. Yeah. Who kind of got the feeling like there wasn't everything right about well, him. Well, she's Liz. The, the serious girlfriend was the one that, that turned um, him in. That turned kind him of in, pretty yeah. much. She was one of the first very valid um... Tips? Yeah, the t- yeah, yeah. That, that kind of 
gave the police a strong direction on who or where to go towards. But I, I think, and just going on your point, I, I think that he's so bipolar that it's a possibility that he, I mean, he obviously believed he was innocent. He, he... Did he, though? I... I think did he? I kept going back and forth with I, that. I, I couldn't he decide. Kind of conf- he kind of confessed. I say kind of because in a he third did. person. Yeah, yeah. But oh my god! You know what that's like? That's like OJ. Oh, How they got OJ god. to talk about I didn't it. Even think about that. But like OJ, wow, that's a that's a, OJ that's a has never comparison. admitted it except right. for in the third person when he writes a book about how I would have done it, and that's how so they got weird. Ted Bundy to talk about it. So was weird. if you were this person. How would you have done it, or what would this person have done? You saw you saw glimpses of that though when he was. Am I saying it right? His own defendant or his own basically lawyer own in lawyer. court? In court, um, it was astounding how he was interviewing one of the FSU police officers and was going so in depth about where was her hand. What did you see? Explain, Explain in detail. in excruciating detail what was wrong with the woman. Like the piercing, they, they said like the piercing of one of her like breasts. Like, oh my God. Literally, I heard that and I cringed. I like hugged myself. I was like, no, 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 no. Like the detail he wanted this FSU police officer to go into almost out of pleasure for his own self. Not almost, it was. Oh, my God. That kind of goes back to the argument of him actually knowing what he did and and he's getting pleasure off of reliving it. it. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think he even made that as a third-person comment. He said that somebody would have definitely wanted to relive it and got satisfaction off of rehearing it so i think that's an argument for absolutely he knew what he did but in my mind there was kind of and they touched on it a lot how there was a switch like like i think they were talking about how his eyes like got black yeah. oh yeah like his crystal blue eyes it was a detective one of the detectives said that it was chilling because during interviews when he was really passionate or in sync i don't remember what the exact words he used was about a subject his eyes just went black and that's what can you picture that that's what makes me think that there is a multiple personality or a bipolar kind of thing where he blacks out and i'm not saying doesn't know what he's doing but turns into this monster oh my god it's just so like to me it's so crazy that there are so many different types of mentalities like uh, Laura was on my Facebook and she said it perfectly when she said that a lot of people have a lot of bad things happen to them, but most people just deal with it. They don't go out and kill people. And seek vengeance. Exactly. But that was one of Bundy's catalysts was getting revenge on his first serious girlfriend that broke up with him. Yeah. And that was kind of like the boom, like that. From there, like the, the Kickstarter. Like just the yeah. thought that there are people like that is, and it goes back to your point of him looking so normal. That's what's so crazy. Cookie cutter, good guy. Cookie cutter, good guy. And uh, Rudy, chilling. Rudy, who's a friend of mine, he was actually a cop in Ybor. Mm-hmm. Um, he was talking about how it's weird that uh, 
people give Bundy so much notoriety, he's like, listen, over 30 years, I've dealt with hundreds of people like this being a police officer. And he's like, that's just in Tampa. So you could just imagine what it's like. And he said that he thinks it's the media. But to that extent. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Though, to that extent, someone that, I mean, I'd, I'd love to pick Rudy's brain, to, and maybe I wouldn't. I'd probably freak myself out and move to, like, the Antarctica or something. I wouldn't want to know. Uh, yeah, but to know that there's that many people to that same caliber, I find it hard to believe. To this man's caliber, what he did. Right. And I, I think that's what it was. I don't think it's the media trumping this up and making it bigger than it is. I think it was just the fact that he was, Bundy was like the first serial killer. Yeah. He was the first murderer that was coined serial killer. And at the time, there weren't, a lot of people doing this no. like this was kind of the first adventure into serial killer mode and just the fact again that he looked like such a, a nice. normal person his personality was well i mean his his when he was normal the, the, yeah yeah his personality was was relatable humorous kind but he yeah. was such a sociopath it's crazy. Not to jump the gun too much, but I, I know we're getting, you know, delving into kind of the whole documentary of it. It's crazy, like, how even the times when he was in jail, like, his logic of escaping the second time was, I don't know if fascinating is the right word, but he got himself so freaking thin. To go through the to roof. To go through that little square in the roof. I'd love to know the dimensions on that. I really would. It's the little things, guys. Um, how he got through that to know exactly where the placement even was throughout the prison of how to break into one of the custodians living quarters. Living, li- yeah, living quarters. And I don't know if he did. To get clothes yeah. and freaking walk out of that place like nothing. But who knows? I, I, I mean, I guess, I guess he had to know. But who knows if he just went up in there and just dealt with it. You know, whatever it was going to be. Got lucky. Yeah, and, and got now, lucky. Who knows? I, I don't who know. knows? Um, but yeah, know. the just the man, it like gets me all amped up. Like the fact, like after the girl escaped that he attacked, and he literally oh, just goes and he just goes down the down the road and Hours kills somebody later else. And kill someone else. Like the the psychoticness of that. It's just oh. so crazy to me. And it's insane. You're talking about the escapes. Like like besides the fact that he was able to escape multiple times, the judge 
oh. that was pandering to him and saying, take care of yourself. That- and you're a brilliant. Like, who says that to a guy that has killed, killed so, so many, many people, people and brutally killed yeah, so many people? I, I, that part, literally, I'm sure my jaw was dropped the whole time. I was like, is this really happening? You can admire, and again, I don't know if I'm using the right words, you can res- pay respect or admire the fact that this guy is brilliant and if he had his life together, could have done amazing things. You can point or point out or give credit to the good that could have been, because I don't think there was any good there, but what could have been, but to say take care of yourself and call him out of all these amazing qualities... No, you you know what? You and, and that's not the place to do it. Of people, and that's definitely yeah. not the place to do it. As a judge, As a judge <laughs> that is not the place to do it. I do not want you representing me. <laughs> oh my god! Or having to be uh, responsible for any of my that is that is. Good or I mean, doings. how disrespectful beyond everything else to all the families. Oh and my all the god! Victims. Oh, I, he like I would have had his head. Like, I'm watching this going, no. what is happening right? And, like, you don't think it's real life. Like, how is that those real, are real life? Fo- those are real I footage. Know. Like, real real clips. Like, how is that even real life? And I mean, that bothered me. Uh, something else that bothered me was the fact that he had a kid. Oh, I totally was going to touch on that. Yeah, that that whole last part of, of, of the documentary where, what was her name? Carol? I, Carol, I, I think. To be honest, it wasn't important with me to remember the real people's names around oh, for it. Me, yeah. Just because I, I don't want to like stay on this a lot because it freaks the hell out of me. Like now, I, all, I've told you that I I used to bike at five o'clock in the morning. I remember until I started watching stuff like this, and I'm like, nope, nope. I'm good. So I like yeah. to just watch these documentaries and not really learn people's names. But yes, the woman that. So, was his cheerleader. Yeah, I think it was like an unhealthy infatuation with him, but they had history, right? They'd known each other yeah. for a while. Regardless, did she get locked up too? I don't know afterwards. Because, well, it talked about it because, this is like a little graphic, but yeah, where she was talking about like this one guard or police officer that was really chill or nice and, and just let would, them have sex yeah yeah no she wasn't locked up she was visiting him she, at that she point she never was I, I i can't answer that but at that point it was like a conjugal visit i couldn't yeah i couldn't remember she wasn't locked up at that point okay. because even if she if she was locked up there'd be no way for because male and female prisoners Opposite. yeah exactly so that wouldn't have happened so that was just a visit where the but how that was okay and no one said or did anything and they had a baby, like. But it, this is so ill. I, I think it was so. I I really think it was the time that all this was going on because a perfect example is when he escaped. It was because they left him alone in the library and didn't even like look. This is the a guy who's time a, yeah. The first this time. is a guy who's accused of murders and they're just leaving him alone in the library, like just turning their back, and that's how he went out the window. So I think it was just the time. The time. The decade that this was going on that, again, people hadn't really seen somebody that was, was this intelligent. New. Yeah. I don't but know. But absolutely. And the, the thought Maybe of- Maybe the lack of care or attention, but just literally going at it like in a cell room and no one says or does anything. And then just like, looking the other way. I'm sorry. Is that something you do, I guess? But it, it, it was brought up on Facebook and it's a good question. I, I don't know 
if things get passed down to kids, like, like characteristics, yeah, of, absolutely. That's what scares the hell out of me with it. I think so. And I don't know anything about that kid. I didn't do any research on the kid. I don't know if the kid's still alive. I don't know if... I, oh, I don't know. His, yeah. yeah, Ted Bundy's kid. I don't know. But just the that, thought of him passing any kind of genes on to somebody else. And I'll say this much. That is a thing, and it exists, but that doesn't mean that just because your father was a serial killer that you're going to have these evil genes or, or whatnot, you know, and sometimes vice versa, like Ted Bundy, I, maybe his dad and mom, like, let's just hypothetically, you know, say we're great people, you know, people of the community, society, like good doers. It was just a flip of a switch with him. You know, I don't know. You know, I can say though, in regards to just characteristics and stuff like that is I see so much of me or so much of my dad in me. Like, there's a lot I see more of, of my mom, like, as I get older. And, you know, and even family friends that I've known from years ago that I haven't seen in years, they're like, oh, my God, you're Tom. Yeah. You're Tom. You're your dad. I mean, I, I see my dad you know? in me. And in not my... just physically, but right. mannerisms, how I articulate, how I do certain things. Like, it's, you're Tom. I was having dinner with my dad. And I'm like, oh my God, wow. I, I think it was my dad and my stepmom at the time. And my dad was telling these horrible jokes. <laughs> and I'm sitting there at the Parents. dinner table going, oh my God, that's me. <laughs> oh my God. I get my sense of humor from my dad. So you kind of look at uh, Ted Bundy's kid. And not only does that kid have Ted Bundy, but the mom wasn't all there either. Yeah. So you... You, you kind of get worried about that kid. I, I'd love to do some research it's, on Ted Bundy's kid. No, that that would be interesting. And secondly, I'll say this much. As, as great as I think the documentaries were, I would have loved to see them delve more into the psych or psyche of Ted Bundy. They went from literally having him go in and out of jail from escaping to, you know, the tragedies he was causing, the murders to that whole long period where he was in trial and in, in court and he was being his own attorney, which goes on to how they were explaining how, oh, he, what was the word they used? That he was not sane, that he was stable. What word? Did they, they kept using some word, basically they, defending that he was able to defend himself. Right. Um, so because of that, they never went into like psychological analysis. And then it basically just spiraled from there where it was like after enough incidences and cases and when they took the bite markings of him and there was more evidence that he was guilty it basically went into death row and from death row into the electric chair there wasn't much of a period where they really were able to delve into his psych i kind of feel like they did get into his psyche and about how he's narcissistic how he's a sociopath but those are all like examine like examinations they did from just interactions with him and speaking with him like actually doing tests but maybe i don't know if that was a thing yeah i don't know i don't know if that was a thing. i don't know because now it's like mental health is such a big thing in our society um that 30 years ago i don't know what that case was how the analysis process was but i would have loved to know more there were no definitive like diagnostics of this is what he had and da 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 and this is why he, you know, but again, maybe that wasn't a thing back in the 80s. But we could also see so. somewhat of his psyche by how 
he would react to things absolutely and he would explain it like how he would you could see like how angry he would get at certain things and how like stuff would just like tick him off and sensitive in his triggers which is such a great point because he for the most part was so calm and cool and and funny and level but if you remember when they brought him to um what was it it was one of the investigators or something when they took the bite yeah yeah they were like let's go for a ride and he was probably like Woo, like right. little break. Little did he know he was going to be greeted by, you know, few the men in white coats and, yeah. and have him sit down and, you know. And it pissed him off. Oh, it freaked him out. Furthermore, pissed him off, but he kind of lost it. Yeah. And it was you kind know? of, it was kind of, I think one of the most and the interesting. And too. That's when he started confessing. It was like those triggers. I think he had one triggers. of the most interesting moments of the entire documentary was, and this was such a crazy moment, when the sheriff brought him out to read the charges against him in front of the news. Oh. And like, this is a guy who's accused of murders of like all these people. And he's yeah. just like walking around while the sheriff is reading this off, and he's like, "Can I can I talk to the news now? They don't they're not giving me a chance to to, yep. to plead my." I'm like this like just this guy just seeing his mannerisms and how angry he was getting that this sheriff was getting the opportunity to one up him. Mm-hmm. And I think I that's think the narcissism absolutely that's the narcissism. And I think that's how we learned like all the psyche. Uh, something else that bothered me. After he was electrocuted, the crowd cheering, that bothered the hell out of me. And here's why. I'm all about the death penalty. I believe in it. I think if a person is that evil and has that many issues and did things that unimaginable things to these victims, they don't belong on this earth. And I personally think that locking them up and taxpayers paying for it, I, I think, boom. I agree. I think the death penalty should be there. But I don't celebrate it. And right. I, I, I don't think that it's something that should be celebrated. And I, I get they were happy that this animal was taken off this planet, but right. the fact that they're cheering and like, they're all drunk and having a party outside the prison. And crazy enough, Ted Bundy actually speaks on that, not giving him any credit whatsoever, but saying, you think I'm crazy. They're crazy. They're crazy. Because you could hear it. Yeah. Because they could hear it inside the prison. Yeah. I, I agree with you 100% on that, whether it's from a spiritual standpoint or just a human standpoint. You know... It is not our job as humans to take the lives of others. And just because someone else did doesn't mean that it's okay to do it back. Now, on the subject of the death penalty. I was going to say, we're completely opposite. uh, No, no, I'm getting there. (laughs) On the subject of the death penalty, if we're talking about someone that's done so much harm and for the safety and protection of humanity, and when you're talking about bringing politics and government into it how not hundreds of thousands millions of our dollars for taxpayers go to keep these people fed and alive okay is it or is it not right yeah i you know it's it's a tough it's a tough subject but 
I'm with you in regards to to a situation like this. I'm torn, and you could probably hear it in my voice. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I understand that, but I am 100% with you on the fact of this guy, to so many, deserved to die. Be be at ease, be at peace, so be it, that he's not here anymore, but to get drunk yeah. and to and literally cheers. scream like you're at a party. And selling souvenirs yeah, outside. And selling like it's a carnival, that's not okay. It was so crazy to me. And I, you know, I, I don't like getting into the politics of everything. Uh, yeah, and it's no, kind of, no, It's kind either. of like my beliefs on religion. I, I believe what I believe, mm-hmm. and I don't like to get into religion because I feel that everybody should have the right to believe whatever they want. Yeah. I, I just think it separates. So that's why I don't like getting into the politics of it. Mm-hmm. But personally, I think I, I, I completely <laughs> I completely agree that totally politics as <laughs> human beings, we don't have the right to play God. Yeah. But in the case of... Justice is another thing. In the case of if it is somebody that is that evil, yeah. they don't belong on this earth. Plain and simple. Yeah. Either the chance of them getting out or spending so much money on that. It's like, whatever. I, I mean, get it. This, this whole documentary, it. it was so crazy because I, I kind of remember a lot about it because like we were talking about it, it ended in Florida. So that's how we were so like keyed into it. So right. I definitely remember, but it was incredible just delving in. And I agree. I would love to have gotten even deeper into it as creepy and psychotic as it is psychology just fascinates me and i think that's why and i think you're like this too like you you just like everyone else and i can be like this too you know kind of need your time by yourself and can be introverted but overall like i think this is why i'm such a people person and even you to an extent (laughs) You've got me completely pegged wrong nope no i'm a complete introvert actually i'm an ambivert what? An ambivert. It's That's a thing. It's being introverted but being extroverted when you need to be. That's okay. Well, that's probably well said cuz I say when you're with people, you're great with right. people. Absolutely. So, but wh- even with that said whether you're an ambivert or an extrovert, like like both of us, I think that's why I'm so fascinated by people. Psychology, whether the study of it or analyzing people or things, like you can learn so much, not only about other things or people, but yourself. And whether you're someone like Ted Bundy or I don't know, your average Joe Schmo, like it's interesting how one person, and it doesn't necessarily mean having multiple personalities, one person can have so many different sides to themselves. And or, I, to, or to who they are, better off said. I think it's it's fascinating to I me. Think and they're that all comment, them. Right. I think that comment was made that some people wish he would have donated his brain to science or let them kind of research it. And that's almost why I wish he would have owned up to it and went into detail about yeah. what what his thinking was and his process was. It was crazy how he ended up helping the FBI on other serial yeah. killers. Well, for a moment, I was like... Is he manipulating them? No, I... Or is he literally trying to help understand the mind of a serial killer? But again, I think that goes into more narcissism about him. About how powerful he was and how useful and helpful he was. 
such a mind you know what. So hopefully um, in two weeks we'll go back to This Is Us because it's not on next weekend again. I know. Or next week again because of the the president speaking. Right. The State of the Union. Yeah. So we can hopefully, we need to find like something happier to to watch. Or maybe delve into Fire Festival next week. We can (laughs) totally talk about that, which is talking about psychology all over again and other sorts of crazies just not killings involved again i've been watching too much with the ted bundy tapes with you which you need to watch i finished it last night i think i'm gonna delve into it psycho uh but we'll find something a little more a little more normal to talk about next week at brian fanny at april on air thank you so much for being part of the totally spoiled podcast Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.